Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, and welcome to Netflix book club. I'm Steve McDonald. I'm Casey Aurora. I'm Dennis Rooney. Uh, this week, our pick is uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Weird from 2008. Um, it's directed by Kim Ji Woon. Uh, it's a Western set in 1940s uh, Manchuria. Uh, and it's a story about two, it's about st- it's a story about two different outlaws going after a treasure map and the uh, bounty hunter who is trying to come after them to, uh, to kill them and collect their bounty or collect the treasure map and go after the treasure himself. Uh, and all of the different people who are going after them to try and get the map to get the treasure in the middle of the desert in China. Very simple story. It's a very simple story. About six different uh, about groups <laughs> of people. All who thank God for the clothing. Because I was like, there were several times <laughs> where I was like, I thought that guy was dead already. Dude, do you start to think of yourself as like, I can't distinguish characters. I'm racist. I felt, no, I totally yeah. felt a little racist. But uh-huh. I was like, it would be, I'm like that with. White people too in movies. Yeah, are you? Yeah, oh, but okay. uh, despite well, they did not. They didn't set up the characters amazingly mm-hmm. uh, with what they were doing. Yeah, because it's because it's it's a very to me. I like it because it's a it's a fast paced movie. Like it just kind of keeps clicking along. But what what they lose, what you lose in uh, a movie like this, where there's so many different kinds of characters, because it's like. The main bad guy, like bad outlaw, is hired by somebody else who ends up who, you know, like he, then he's hired by somebody else. And then they try to sell the map and the map gets goes to another group of people. And that group of people comes after them. And then the army is coming after them. And then there's also the good guy who's coming after them. And then it's, there's a whole guy cluster actually, it's like there's so many groups going on that with with how fast paced it was, you end up where you start to lose Track, track of who's I wouldn't who. agree that the two I, hours and ten, ten minutes, minutes fly yeah. by. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I didn't think that was the case. I wouldn't agree at all. the two half hour shootout and chase scenes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they Flew were by. really extensive and they were kind of entertaining at times, but there are parts in the movie that kind of are slow and unnecessary. So, Steven, you would say watch it, though? I this would say watch pick. it. I like the movie a lot. You had seen lot. this movie already, right? Uh, no, I had, seen, I, had seen the opening, uh, I had seen the opening fight scene. That was all oh, I had okay. seen the train because scene? yeah, the train scene uh, in the opening. That was all I had seen, and I liked it a lot, which was why I wanted to see the rest of the movie. Um, I have a tendency of not seeing nearly as many um, movies that have subtitles because I have dyslexia, mm. so it's legitimately like it's sob story over here. Sob story <laughs> over here. Can we get the strings music playing in the background uh, while I say this? Dennis, well, when I was say? a child. So Stephen, watch it. Uh, yeah, Steven? I would go watch it. So stream it. Stream it. I'm going to say don't stream it. Uh, really? It's two hours and five minutes long. And I'll say I thought I was going to like it, but it was just too long and it was too all over the place. And uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there was just some things that just didn't add up for me as a movie. So I say don't stream it. I'm going to go with stream it. Ugh. I think that um, the movie is is it's it's a different take on, on a Western, an Oriental Western, which I've never seen before. It, that's different. I think that... It uh it pays homage to William Burroughs's uh, Tangier, uh, set in a place of a young Thailand, really just reminiscent of different colors and scenes and stories and characters. And I would say that it's worth watching. Jesus Christ! Did you, did you bullcrap that? No, yeah, I'm serious. I swear. <laughs> I totally. That's I the most. That's the most insightful thing I've ever heard you say ever I'm about anything. By the way, I blacked out the past five seconds. <laughs> Okay, uh, so if you uh, if you like our recommendation, go watch it right now. Uh, we'll be back right after the break. If you don't like our recommendation, then feel free to stick around for the spoilers. 
Uh, and we're going to ruin the movie for you. So, see you in a little bit. Good, the bad, and the weird. Spoilers. Let's do this. Okay. I thought it was a really solid movie. I mean, you're thinking about, like, you've seen a ton Before of you just say anything else, can you explain that Williamsboro <laughs> shit? Because that's co- so far over my head, man. <laughs> well, uh, not he's even, a, Not even one mention of Sergio Leone's The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly homage. Yeah, you go with something. <laughs> most <laughs> obvious <laughs> homage. No. You went for the, I went it's in the name of the movie. Went, I went yeah. even further. I went even... Yeah, that try to impress Tangier? people. Yeah, what is that? Uh, William Burroughs is an author who lived in Tangier, and he wrote about that place. And William S. Burroughs, right? Uh, yeah, that and dude? It's, it's about the, um, and which is the port in Morocco. And uh-huh. uh, the whole, like, the ghost market, to me, and, like, that area, the surrounding areas in that movie are, are just so reminiscent of of uh, Tangier and the port of Morocco. Even though it's not near water, necessarily, it's just the... The whole, uh, just the scene of it. And you can even see that it's like a young Thailand because there's that Buddha statue that they're dragging across the scene at one point. Yeah. The laying down Buddha statue, which eventually is uh, one of the, you know, one of the places to visit in Thailand. So it's, to me, it was just like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. But were they, does that mean they were saying in the film that it was definitely set in Thailand, though? No, I mean. I thought it was just like a no, weird kind of like. But it's not. No, it's thing in, they threw I in. I mean, it's set in Manchuria. Yeah, the entire The setting of the movie, to be completely honest, was the most confusing thing to me. Very and ambiguous. And it was primarily confusing to me because they, because they used, they used like terminology of the era. And it's like in the yeah. 1940s, there wasn't a conglomerated there wasn't a conglomerated China. Like it was still like there were these different problems. And all and those countries like are in that area. So it's not surprising that there would be like a, a, a Thai, you know, a Thailand kind of thing situation. Another happening. thing that movie tried to do, try to do too many things. This movie try to be a history lesson, a comedy, it wasn't a Western, a, a drama. It, I mean, in terms of being comedic, like the, the characters really made it. I mean, they made it funny with their interactions, but I didn't think it was overall hysterical, but I just thought that to see an Oriental Western, as they put it, uh, it was was different. It was interesting. It was cool. You know, like it was very like, and I mean, the, just between the uh, the way like the characters were dressed and like the types of uh, the guns that they used, it was very it was set in 1940s. I thought it was a really cool kind of thing. I thought it was kind of hip. 1930s. 1930s. That's fine. Either or. It was cool and it was hip, but it just for two hours and ten minutes no, long. It's the 40s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 30s. On no, it's the 40s. Okay, it's so so 40s then, on IMDb. So then that's fine. The what two. guys? 30s, 40s. Who gives a shit? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People are selling apples in both decades. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what I mean. I thought it was just an interesting movie. Like you see so many westerns, but and like these spaghetti type westerns in American cinema, and for us to review something like the good, the bad, and the weird, I thought it was really cool, and I would totally recommend people watching. It. I think that it. I think that it definitely is like. I think that it's the best Western that I've seen. In period? The past. Not period. Okay. But it's the best Western that I've seen probably in the last like 10 years. Can I throw something out wow. here? Yeah. And it is a remake, but this is almost not, it's not a, this isn't a remake, but it is, it lends itself to certain movies and stuff. Sure. True Grit. 
True Grit was really Django good. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. I don't. I don't know if that's a western. I don't consider western. that a western. I consider it's it a western. Too stylized. Too stylized. Like it's, this wasn't. No, no. This was intensely. Point, this was intensely stylized. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it still followed a lot of the same. Uh, it followed it followed a it, lot of the same things that many of the spaghetti westerns and the old Sergio Leone stuff followed, where it was like these big, wide shots of action going on and the chase scenes, well, yeah, all the different copy stuff. Copy pasted the that. good, the bad, and the ugly. I would understand that. No, I know, but it's. I think it did a good job, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought uh, it was a good job. Like good I think situation. they did it. That's what I mean. Is is that it's like like I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying that it's the best uh, western ever made. Well, you said if, past ten years. That's but why. the past ten years. I think I think that came it's out the in best 2006. Thing. I would say 2008. It was, it was, oh, 2008. <laughs> okay, I thought it was pretty good. I, I couldn't see the six and the eight. It's okay, from far people, away. people were <laughs> too busy studying that Tangiers reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Sorry. People were selling apples in both years. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make <laughs> a difference. Very nice. Very nice. No. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. The characters are pretty solid. You got um, I had to write down their names because I, I wouldn't remember it otherwise. See, I disagree already. Yeah, I, I don't think the characters yeah. were solid, man. I could have used there was. The, I think the, the three main. I think the three main characters. The three main characters. The good, the bad, the weird. Yeah, were solid characters. The good was very mm-hmm. archetypal, and mm-hmm. it was very and kind of boring. Yes. Yeah, that's what the I was going to say. It should have been the, called the boring, the emo haircut, <laughs> and then the only kind of solid rooted character. <laughs> he's the only rooted character. You see his grandma. He's like the night. Even the good isn't really good. The weird is good. The weird is good and weird. The good is just boring dude doing a job. He's like a boring cop. Yeah. And then the, the bad... Why is he bad? Why is he such a hard ass? He's on killing like people he's, left and right. I thought yeah, he was pretty solid. But there's the no, he covers he, one eye with hair. I that, mean, let's that be suit honest. Never gets, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give him credit where credit is due. He Isn't has, that menacing? He has the most boss fucking mullet ever. Yeah, and like I'm, he's got a mullet. He came through one door at one point, turning his head, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a mullet!" Because it's like long in the back. And on top of that, he's missing a finger, which whistles when he takes his glove off. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense whatsoever. Talking of, speaking of things that didn't make sense, they're jumping at the end. They're jumping on top of what they find to be that oil pit thing. Yeah, they start to realize that, and then there's just a boom. The treasure and the whole thing. Falls in. Why does that happen? I thought that was like, oh, that's a cannonball. The guy, the army's behind them still. No, they. It just. And don't give me this shit that it just. They're bouncing on it, and then it's this whole thing just falls inwards. That because that's horseshit. And I know that's kind of a small thing, but they could have had them discovering that oil pit could have been done better than it just explodes out of nowhere. The the big problem with the movie, and you can see it throughout many of the scenes, is paying off. Like having these big buildups that don't really feel like you. They're kind of flukes. It's just like this constant build, and then they just goes away to the next scene. It's like, wait, what? What Like it's revealed that the weird is actually the finger chopper. In, who um, is like a character like that previously yeah. almost like in another life within uh, the weirds life he w- he used to chop people's fingers off and then he came, <laughs> he left think... Korea and then now he doesn't chop fingers and he just steals <laughs> and it's a little it's like okay why bumbling. did he stop chopping like, yeah. fingers when you I think when you say the story when you talk about the when you talk about the movie it sounds so asinine. And to hear when Steven described it up top, like it was like the best description I could come up with. I couldn't have come up with anything like that. <laughs> so, because uh, the movie is ridiculous, it's absurd. And when you talk about all of, uh, what happens in the movies, and especially with what you said about the oil scene, like they're just uh, stepping on a pieces of wood, and all of a sudden the whole ground collapses, which makes no sense. All these things—that's what the movie is. It's just a consistent string of those. But I enjoyed that. Yeah. <sighs> See, I would say this is the. 
the the part at the end that you have a problem with with the wood and stuff like that falling through i'm okay with it because of one thing because he's not just stepping on it the 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 weird falls through he falls through the first layer of what would be like the derrick kind of built downwards Mm -hmm. and so when he falls through and he lands it's kind of that moment where i'm like i'm willing to have suspension of disbelief that that broke something that disrupted a bunch of other shit. I'm not. Made it, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I know it was oil, too. That was the funny. That was kind of funny. Was like, I loved No, It's like, what is that? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I loved that. Like, especially with the time period is that it was like, it's treasure. And it's like, well, I mean, it's treasure, but it's oil. And it's like, yeah, it's it. like it was. I thought that was a nice twist at the end of like of like it's treasure, but it's not the kind of treasure. Where that was it's one like of the things gold I did like jewels and, you know, Everything like that. But then the end credits kind of doesn't that make it more seem like he was still trying to seek treasure, though? And that's what's also described in like the Wikipedia is that it cuts at the end when they all have the shootout, the big mm-hmm. shootout. Yeah. And then it cuts to the credits and then goes back and he's on a motorcycle going across the way or whatever. And uh, so far, they say that it's him going to go find treasure or going to find that treasure. Yeah. So did it did he find the treasure or just the first step? And is there going to like be a sequel type thing? It's. I mean, I think that they left that because it was a moment of like they could have a sequel or something going on, which I, you know, movies do that constantly and I hate it when they do where it's like, hey, we've got an end to a movie and then we're going to make it ambiguous so that maybe we could have a, you know, we could have a sequel at some point. Yeah. Pontypool did the same thing and it was a terrible after credit. No, scene. no, Pontypool, that was that was different. That wasn't that was just some artsy bullshit at the end. That wasn't That's like true. maybe they're going to come back. No, they're dead. They, they yeah. closed that book. Um, that was like we had an extra 10 grand. This is my thing is that they decided to when they decided to uh, when they decided to to have that. I see it as one of those moments where it's like the, the guy who plays the weird is just con- continually. Like his character is continually running away from everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's he's just kind of he's just kind of ambling through life, running away from stuff. That was the reason why I didn't like him as like the finger chopper or whatever, because it would be one thing if it was like if it if it was like he bumbles through some you know some bar in Korea and then holds down a guy and cuts his finger off you know to to get money out of him or something like that. But no, they he's have him presented through, as like a master. He's presented killer. as like a master killer with knives, and everything else in the movie yeah. has suggested yeah. that he's not. But, and once again, like, was why was he the finger chopper? Why did he stop being the finger? There's too many unanswered questions. This is, this they just is like my thing, connected the dots. It seems this is my thing though. Is that when I look at the movie, I'm not taking it as like when I look at westerns. To be completely honest, I don't really care. You can't take them seriously. Think about I the characters in them, westerns. They're no, no, the same way. I can't take them seriously. I I don't I disagree. Yeah. I mostly I mostly have these moments where it's like I think that like the stylization of stuff and everything like that within the within this as a western, I think it what made it great was that it the action in it was felt felt like it's like I believe it could happen in that time period. There could be somebody that is that good with their guns. There could be yeah. somebody that is that good oh, with I their rifles. Oh, I always that with a Western. Yeah, that, but they're that good, yeah. It's it's like they are that good, but it still had that flair of like, you know, where it wasn't like they were doing like wire work crazy shots. I'm going to dodge bullets or some crap like that. Right. But they were still getting across really good, solid action. I, well, the... 
style aside, like the style was good. That I think everyone can agree that the style mm-hmm. of the movie yeah. and how it was shot was really good. It's just the story, and I don't know for me the characters yeah. and the soundtrack, especially that took me kind of out of the film at the times. Soundtrack the soundtrack took you out of the film. Oh, soundtrack, soundtrack I, like. I didn't, I didn't even like remember any of it. Oh, it. It was it, definitely kind of jarring to the western feel, but. Talking about the style of it, I think it matched the style. And that's why kinda, at certain times it did, but a lot of times they would put like, "Oh, this scene's comedic, so we need comedic music." Like, you don't need that music there. You're just making me more mad. Well, you know what? In this, this film, part. because the comedy was so goddamn spread apart, I didn't mind the musical cues. Like, oh, something <laughs> funny might happen. This movie had some really, really funny parts about yeah. every fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like that's and that's not enough for me. Like it went from super serious and it yeah. would just I, switch it very quickly. I thought, but hold on. But going back, right, right, right. what's up? No, 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 you were saying. Going uh, back to the characters, though, I agree that, like, that's where it falls short, is that, like, there's not enough backstory. I don't know enough. I, mean, I have no, like, in, like, interest in these dudes. Like, I'm not invested in them at all. Besides the weird. The weird the most. But even him was a little small. And then they ruined the whole thing by making him a baddish guy by being the finger chopper, which we already said doesn't really make sense. It hasn't, like, been uh, uh, thoroughly flushed out. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't the been. The Japanese army was underutilized. That was brought in at the, like the last second just so they could have explosions and yeah. the chase at the scene. Like The action of, scenes were too long. The, those scenes kind of... It, it, this movie probably been a half hour shorter. Yeah. I think it would have conveyed probably and, uh, so by much By cutting more out better. action, too. Yeah, by cutting out action, absolutely. Action yeah, I do. I think that was the biggest problem. I think that they got... Some of it got a little out of hand with how long the action went on. I think that they had a little bit too much just running around time. Like like there were just there were action scenes that took too long. I was kind of fine with the way that the way that they built out different different people coming after the map. I was actually kind of okay with. And the reason why is because like like the Japanese army is is magically here is that it's like well there's an opposition like they well, explain no, it's not it. magically it's, here because the uh, the finance of Japan, the finance minister of Japan was the person who was supposed to originally get the map in the beginning of the movie. So it makes sense yeah. that after a period of time, Jap- the Japanese army would catch up and figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's not they, what it felt like. It didn't feel like it made sense. It felt like it would, like he said. I think it was this, okay. well, no, showed up. I think that I think the reason that you have that is not the matter that it's like wait a minute, they just showed up. It's because there were so many different groups of people who were so ill-defined that it got confusing as to who was going, coming after the map and who had already died. Where no. it was like the, like the head of the bank or whoever that hired mm-hmm. the bad the original time seemed like he was the Japanese finance minister guy who had sent the guy out, which makes it seem like, well, he's dead, so nobody knows that the map is coming to this. Per- and it, like that's what got confusing about it, even though there were all of these different pockets of explanation that happened. There were just so many of them that it was like, I don't understand who's in charge of what. It took me forever to realize. It took me forever into the movie to realize that the that the crazy guy with the double mace uh, uh, on a chain guy that I thought had those a were big Mongolians. pipe. I first That's off, what I, I thought they were. First off, I thought they were supposed to be Mongolians. Set, which I think they were. Like they were essentially. They were like Manchurians, Mongolians. though, weren't they? They're ghost market that thugs. Area, that ghost area. Market. Is yeah, but they gotta exactly have a nation. Casey. Yeah, but they got that, a nation. That area know. is exactly what it is, and the way that they looked is exactly how yeah, the yeah. Mongols no, would I have looked them. because yeah, yeah. they because they stole everything that they that they came into contact with. Um, 
They were very funny too. They, they were added, very they, funny, and they I added a used very more good of them. element. If they were more like active in the actual chasing and stuff, bumbling. The, yeah. Because I do like, and they've done. They, they do it in movies sometimes, where there's a bunch of different people after the same thing, and it gets weird and funny, and you know that's. What, but I just think don't think they pulled it off as well that as that scene when they're bought, when they are given. You know, they're exploring the what the fake map leads them to uh, to go and to. They get to the ocean. They get to the ocean, and the yeah. two guys are on the horses. Like the two guys who are at the ocean are just going wild, and they're really excited. And then the two guys are on the horse. They're like, yeah, right, we got sold a bad map here. <laughs> <So> we're <laughs> thoroughly pissed right now. That one dude smoking a pipe, the look on his face of how disappointed he is, is priceless. It my, makes it kind of... My, uh, but there could have been more things like that, sure. But my other favorite part was that uh, since people had bad maps or no maps, but somehow everyone was able to find out where yes, everyone was. Everyone knew yeah. where to go, and that's when I was watching yeah. the movie. I, and I watched the movie over a period of time. I, I started... It, uh, it took me like uh, two days I watched the movie. Like, I just didn't finish it in time because it's somewhere else to be. And then I started thinking about it, and I was just like, how do they know how to get in touch where uh, <laughs> these people are? Like, you remember when people didn't have cell phones, yeah. you wouldn't meet up with your friend. Yeah. You would just, uh, like, cut your losses and be like, all yeah. right, I guess I'm just going to go home now. Oh, yeah. well. Yet these people are able to find each other in the vastless, empty land of China. Like, the, like the brokest parts of China. It's not like yeah. it's just this suburban... Outlay like just lit with people yeah, having connections constantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like no, we gotta go twelve miles through desert. Yeah, it's leave a town and say goodbye to everyone forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it does have that. It. I mean, the only thing that makes sense to me is is that because there's not much in between, you could be like, well, they left going west, so they're gonna end up at yeah, this village at that, because that. that's the only thing that way. Yeah, but there's also these, at the these same time, other cool it's the things. the middle of the desert. Yeah, these things called north and south, they also lend part to where things are located. So it's kind of like, how are you going to... China is vast. And then you have other countries involved as well. Like, this is un... You know, um, what? Border not, or something yeah, like no, there's no real borders. It's underdeveloped, what, Russia, underdeveloped, Thailand, underdeveloped, like places in Korea. I mean, the only, that's the only part I guess they could not Definitely go to. Definitely reminisced of the uh, port of Morocco, too, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Tangier. laughs> it's, it's, and going back to the character thing, I, I uh, was pretty mad at how the villain, uh, the bad, how he played out. Because by the end of the movie, I didn't think he was a, that much of a badass. Yeah, anymore. he's coming off as a, at the like first 30. Yeah. yeah, badass dude. And mm-hmm. then just like with um the other, um, this isn't the same uh, area, but with like Kung Fu Hustle, if you've ever seen that movie, the villain in that movie at the beginning starts out really badass, but then they just it plays out and it's just like, ah, yeah. This started out so promising with that yeah. dude, and they could have made him look like a buffoon. That's fine because bad guys mess yeah. up in movies, but this just took me but, out of that. Well, and that's the shootout the things, was the most disappointing part to me. Yeah. The that, shootout was disappointing. Yeah, the shootout was disappointing, especially considering the action in the rest of the movie, because to be completely honest, mm-hmm. like I would stack that, that first train fight scene. Yes. Like that whole sequence until he's running away from the train. Yeah. I would stack that fight sequence up against a ton, like some of the best movie fight sequences. Uh. And I think that it holds up because it's, because it's like, it's it's got character to it. It introduces everybody in a really seamless manner. Yeah. It's funny. It's, a great it's opening got great scene. action. That mm-hmm. scene where they like that part where they're hanging out of the windows of the train, shooting at each other, a couple train cars apart. That was the thing that made me want to to be like, I got to finish this movie and let's do it for Netflix Book Club because right. literally I had seen that before and I was like, this is awesome. I think it was a great opening sequence, but I don't know if I'd say that it was like one of the better like action sequences, you know, compared to like some of the heavy hitters. Yeah, but let's. 
big, huge, glaring problem, and I think it's because this, what the movie was rated. I'm not sure what it was rated. Um, no headshots. No headshots, which is they, they it's a movie it. thing. Stylized violence, so they just cut away. Yeah, I understand. But it's like, but, yeah. if these guys are ace shots and then they're doing a little Korean standoff at the end, like there's gonna be headshot. Like especially this dude's using a rifle with two hands. Yeah. Well, and especially considering these are minor that, gripes. But I these think are he rattled. I think he rattled difference. off. He didn't rattle off a headshot, but he rattled off a shot. But then he got shot as well. So. The whole idea of like aiming is sort of out the bucket, and it's more like let me I, just generally try to kill with, somebody. I don't even have a problem with that. What my problem with it was when it came to that was that th- as the movie started off, everybody like like especially the bad had yeah. this angle to it where it was like I shoot and I never miss. Yeah. And by the end, you're like you just shoot at anything. Like yeah. you just you just <laughs> randomly yeah. shoot into the distance. And I think like, his, you his, can't hit you can't hit anything. His motive changed. I mean, it wasn't about like being so much bad as now it became like revenge in a way because he wanted yeah. to get his revenge on the guy who chopped his finger off and replaced it with a whistle. So <laughs> you got to keep into consideration his priorities have shifted. And I think and but I would say my major gripe with the movie is not enough breasts. I just Could he use more yeah. more yeah. breasts? Yeah, they yeah, were they had a one. scene with a whorehouse, and there was only like one, like one tit, flat and, titty. Yeah, one yeah. tit, and that's not yeah. enough considering it's a foreign movie, especially like if they you're gonna show, show me one titty, I want to see a dozen headshots. Yeah, <laughs> that's the <laughs> ratio. Saying, well, the yeah, ratio? essentially, like if you're gonna do one, that means you could do Some, the other. You know? Somebody has to do the math. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, well, what? Huh? what? No, I just uh, with that that's the shootout, the 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 weird. How they never stated whether or not he was just the most ultimate guy with a the knife. They're just saying he was just this bad, and it just kept getting like more towards, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They're asking for it, asking for it. And you're thinking that he's gonna just be this like quick shot. He's just yeah, been holding they're back asking on. for it. You think it's like, a build up? With yeah, no, nothing happens. And then nothing like happens. Said, yeah. The shootout was fine. It was just a build up of how the characters are supposed to be is where it fell apart, which represents so much of the movie. To yeah, me. I don't. You know the thing is the reason why I don't think I care. I didn't like the shootout for so much. I thought about it right now. And I just don't expect much to happen from a Mexican standoff. Yeah. Other Because I know what the end result is. Yeah. Everyone, people are going to die. Yeah. So I know what's, what's coming. So therefore, I'm never really like impressed by it. Yeah. Whether Reservoir Dogs Mexican standoff or this one's uh, standoff. To me, it's always like, oh, okay, cool. People will die and someone may or may not. So. Yeah. Overall, what do we think? I still, I mean, I still, still say stream it. Okay. I like it. I it's, thought it was, it's a little long. I'll yeah. give it that. But I like the reason why it's long, which is that it's got too much action in it. And I like the movie. I think it's, you know, there are a lot of glaring plot holes and issues with it. But overall, I would still say stream it. It's worth watching and reading, really. Well, I do think it's a fun movie. I'm going to say don't stream it. Don't watch it. Uh, it's just not worth the time. Go watch Kung Fu Hustle again. That movie's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> next week's pick is uh, my pick. We're going to be watching Europa Report. A sci-fi movie where people go into space and shit goes down. I'm excited. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.